Hey, it's Jose Galison. You're watching No Way Jose. You can find me on No Way Jose YouTube channel, all the major auto packages and Odyssey as well. Credit to Justin Campbell uh, at jcamp1521 for the intro. Uh, if you guys are podcasters out there and if you have any podcasting needs, he does stuff like that, intros. Uh, he'll do clips, whatever, etc. So he does work like that. So if you're a podcaster out there looking for somebody to help you out, go hit him up. Uh, today my guest is Mark Claire. For those who are uh those who are watching the public live stream just know that it's uh, it, on the 31st i'm just gonna let you guys know like oh, i fucked that up uh, basically if you're watching the 31st it's a public live stream otherwise you it, it'll go up roughly about a week later it'll be public uh, and if you want access to it in the meantime you have the patreon uh, patreon.com should know it was 2020 lowest levels two bucks highest levels 20 uh the highest level of the patrons my patrons are cd mcrave the whiskey and tea podcast jeremy uh of, he has an etsy at etsy.com slash shop says raising liberty Mikel Thorpe of the Expat Money Show. Uh, and that, like I said, that's patreon.com. Just no way, Jose 2020. Uh, I'm not going to do too much grifting like I do. Uh, if you are a Tower Gang guy, we are doing a conspiracy month. And we pretty much got uh, guests lined up for almost every week so far. We have Crypt Daddy tomorrow. Uh, if you're watching it publicly, it already have come up. But uh, that's only available. Well, not. I mean, it's available on YouTube. But for the most part, it's basically only available on Odyssey now. Because if you know anything about Tower Gang, it doesn't stay on YouTube for long. So we'll probably get this account nuked again, too. So. Go follow on Odyssey. That is the place. This we pretty much like when we do chats and stuff. It's we pretty much only look at the Odyssey one. So if you wanted to follow Tower Power Hour, Odyssey, 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 all the way. Topopso.com. Go check him out. Use Jose at checkout for ten percent off. Uh, go get your uh, your merch, your uh, No Way Jose merch, Tower Power Hour merch, etc. And uh, with that, let's get Mark in here and get to it. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? How's hey, it going, man? Good, good. We've been uh, we've been trying to work this for a while. I was I was really trying to get you before the Reno shit. That way we could just really, really piss people off. That way we could get more of like, hey, why are you doing this now? Literally just to piss you off. So now that's off. At least that's off the table now, right? At least we can just say it's not yeah. the timing anymore. Yeah. Can we just brush that off. Since yeah. It's after. Well, the funny thing is, like, I don't even care about, like, upsetting some political nonsense. Nah, it's just not. that, like, I just, if anything, it's more like, you know what? Just because you bitch about it, I want to do it now. Because <laughs> I, I agree a- with many things you said in your intro, though. I just want to, I want to echo Justin Campbell is the man. So yeah. if you need anything at all, in fact, I'm the man, too. I do a lot of that stuff. But I'd take Justin first. You know, he's, he's the way he's the one that does a lot of stuff for Lions Liberty for us, too. We're not doing who wants to do their own stuff. Like this is yeah, the last thing it for a lot of people. And there's a yeah. buck. And I think there's a few other prominent ones. I can't, I can't recall all of them. And I yeah, agree. Odyssey something. is the best platform. Everyone go to Odyssey for everything. That's where, yeah. where I want to send everyone to. Yeah. If you like a uh, hard hitting content, <laughs> YouTube is not the place for that anymore. Nah. Uh, yeah. We did a, who would have thought that a, uh, uh, a, a March trying to, madness trying to block this light behind me. Cause it's bothering me. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Who would have thought a March madness style, uh, a uh, tournament bracket month long going on you know a, who, which hypothetical group would we genocide if need be who would have thought that would get us taken down off youtube but lo and behold it did but whatever uh, it's always the most innocent stuff you know? <laughs> exactly you know it's just educational material uh I, I, normally i'd do like a little intro but we do have a heart out here but i mean everyone knows who you guys who you are it's been a long I don't know time. If everyone so does. I mean it's everyone. cool it's cool to most think everyone audience. does. <laughs> I'd say most of my audience knows who you are but uh I guess if you just want to do a quick intro, uh, just so you guys know, I guess fuck it, we'll do it. Just uh, who you are, 
your show, et cetera. Should I do the 30-second version? 30-second version. Let's see if I can do that. All right. Uh, Ron Paul fan since the year, probably 1999. Ron Paul fanatic, uh, politically, 2008. Uh, Started podcasting in 2013 with Lions Liberty. Um, Pretty enthusiastic about a lot of things. And then turned dark in 2021, 2022 or so. And not really, but that's, you know, that's that's the joke we're going to make. But yeah, I've started to see things a little bit differently than I probably have in the last eight or so years before that I've been fairly vocal about those things. And here we are. Ah, yeah. Less than 30. I think it's, that's perfect. And it perfectly segues into what I want to get into. Cause I want to touch on your transformation and dark Mark first, and then maybe we can get into more fun stuff. Uh, I do find it funny that you, uh, I feel like in a weird way, you've kind of come around to basically almost the same exact position I have, but I, I in a sort of, in a way came there from theory not saying you don't read or do read theory, but I feel like you all. I don't read theory anymore, but I just spent about 20 years doing so. So I feel like I put in my time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you came, it's almost like natural occurrences kind of brought you. Not to say it didn't happen with me either, but it also, it was, uh, I just so happened to pick up uh, Konkin around the time of 2020 and it really started clicking, Mm -hmm. especially definitely helped Jojo. Such a youngin, man. I was such a, such a uh, glossy eyed youth when I first read my Konkin. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's been a while. You you have read all Konkin? That's that's. Uh, I wouldn't say I've read all Konkin, all, but I've read all, I've read some Konkin. <laughs> okay, because that is one of the. I, Kon- find, I find Konkin's one of those ones that a lot of people, uh, even people who've read uh, read a lot of theory, a lot of them haven't read him. So he's a uh, he got a lot more prominent in 2020. I feel like a lot of people came across. I think if you want to understand what agorism is intended to be, whether you whatever you think of it, that would probably be the way to start. At least yeah. that's kind of you know. Yeah. The modern version of it anyway i would say the modern version i've said this before is honestly uh kind of a jason stapleton's wealth power and influence i, I mean yeah like that's the more like, modern version i yeah. guess you might say a lot of people don't agree with i that think jason's done a few more push-ups than conkin but you know yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would have uh i mean don't, don't get me wrong jason has his uh his has some issues i guess in uh i like him he's like a guy I, but he has a lot of uh pr issues a lot of people don't like him but definitely so far as the <laughs> well, physical yeah, look, i mean if some yeah. people don't like you, you're doing you're not doing anything yes, right. That's yeah. true. I'm not, nothing against him at all. I'm just saying. Uh, so far as having a figure, that's the thing, Jose. Everyone used to like me because yeah. I was just so nice and didn't really put my opinions out too much. And then once I started putting out my opinions out, it's interesting because some people don't like me as much now, but other people like me more. So it's you know, eh, yeah. I'll take but I'll take it. That is funny. It's a good. I guess maybe it's a little bit clunky place to start, but it, it is funny that the uh, people like me and you to kind of have come to this, uh, I guess, conclusion that. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not to put words in your mouth, but uh, I guess we've kind of come to. Uh, I I personally don't really see much use in politics, and I and I I like maybe that be kind of where you are at. But uh, God, I had a fucking boy. I totally just brain farted. I saw John Hartman there comment, and they threw me off. Uh, oh, up, where John? are these comments? Can I see these comments? <laughs> oh yeah, it's on the YouTube. If you do it. Um, oh, okay. Oh no, I see them now. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. John nice. Hartman, he's on there. God, I yeah. Come All right, let's let's talk about. Let's just start with the beginning. Uh, where are you? No, I knew I was gonna say. The accusation, the grifting accusation, because people accuse people like me and you of like like being like over grifters, and we're just trying to be like, or even like popular liberty, and be like, oh, we're so anti, uh, uh, anti yeah. the LPMC or LP or whatever, and it's like, I, I don't I, take I, those people seriously. Yeah, it's like I can't think of anything that would help my show out better than just fully embracing them. So like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I, I can't. I don't, go ahead. Like I, I, to me, here here's what grifting is. Grifting is if you're saying some shit to be more popular and to get more people to like you. That isn't what you actually believe. That would be grifting. 
if I was going to do that, I would be um, censor myself a little. Got family in the room. I would be S and some D of the, the Meacocks all the time because that would bring me more popularity with the people that were already like kind of on my side, and that would be grifting because that would be being dishonest. Actually, yeah. so actually, actually staying the way I was was or or doubling down on maybe my previous enthusiasm that would actually I would actually call that grifting if I was doing that. Okay. But now I'm just kind of saying what I think, and you know, whatever. If people want to send us money on Patreon or subscribe to us anywhere that. Good for them. I mean, I want them to, but if they don't, no hard feelings. But it's, you know, we're all doing something here. We're all providing, whether some people want to call it a service or make jokes about podcasters or whatever. Um, if people like what we're doing, they're going to support us. And if they don't, no worries. So no one's forcing a gun to anybody's head here. And, uh, you know, people, and look, I've, I know a number of people have left line, the Lions Liberty Patreon. I don't know why necessarily because i've left a number of patreons myself a lot of people leave for a lot of reasons but there's a decent amount of them that i know are in the music caucus so i will postulate as possible it's more possible i've lost money from it than not i guess is, is the point so um i don't think about it in those terms because i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say what i think and maybe what i think now will seem cringe to me in three years and i think that's totally on the radar so i'm always a little bit yeah. conscious of that too because i listen to myself from three years ago five years ago and i am at it's absolute cringe sometimes yes. so but we're you know I think we're always going to see a little cringe in our, in our past selves. And it's just oh, about what, what do you do with that? What do you, what, where do you take from that? Oh my, the old me would have loved everything that's going on in that regard. I'd be like, Oh my God. I actually was one of the, the funny thing is I, I used to be in the part of the prom inner circle group. And I was one of the early ones who really was pushing that. Like, no, he would be the, no, this really is a thing we should do. Like, yeah, he really should run, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not saying uh, Dave. Because why not? Should shouldn't. Yeah, and and yeah. I really did think he would do amazing. And this is at that time when everybody's like, I still no. think he'll do amazing. You know? well, I do there, think he'll do there amazing. There are parts of me that's going to love it. Like, don't get me wrong. It's almost like I have to fight those parts to, to even say anything against it. Yeah. No, uh, God, I was talking to someone recently, and it's like, uh, this is, it's almost in some ways like the Trump phenomenon where it's like, uh, I do kind of love all this because it is make all the people that I want to cry, cry. And it's just kind of beautiful. Absolutely. Like, so it's, I do love that aspect of it, but in a, in a larger uh, frame of mind thing, I, I do have thoughts about like, well, I don't know where this is going. Uh, you know, the efforts people are putting into it, or maybe they can be used elsewhere. I mean, the same thing kind of applies to Trump. Obviously Dave's not Trump. I love Dave. He's a great guy. He's the reason I became an anarchist. He's, you know, like I, yeah, I, I can't, I can't talk him up enough. And I, I also, I do also want to say all these people that we're talking, that we're, we're referencing here. I don't think they all think they're doing the right thing. I don't think any of them are grifting either. Just no, like, I don't think any I, of us are grifting by your definition. So no, I don't think so either. Yeah. I think they're all, I mean, there might people. be people somewhere in, in the midst of all this that are, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't claim to be a mind reader. So I just, I'm going to assume people are just doing what they think is, is the right thing and then, and, and not call anyone a grifter. Yeah, and I, and I have that term has been thrown at me, which is only lately, which is funny. Yeah, because if I, anything, I was being less. I'm not. I don't think I was ever been not being myself, but I think I've, I've opened up more to myself. I guess in the last year, year and a half, publicly, and I think if anything, I was being maybe a little bit less of myself and holding it back before. So if anything, I was grifting for eight years, and now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> if anything. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Let's. I guess probably to back up. I mean, there might be some people who don't even know what we're referring to when we say dark mark. So if <laughs> if you want to, deep, I, these are deep cuts, my yeah, friends. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I mean, if you're paying attention, maybe you'd pick it up by context by now. But we'll back up a little bit, uh, kind of hold the hand of the audience and let them uh, know what we're referencing when we say dark mark. Um, so <laughs> I know it's recently blew up the you know in like some facebook group or some shit where this became a big thing although i'll be honest i felt like that was kind of retarded because i i kind of already knew this for a long time so i was just kind of like what were you just not paying attention i don't get what everyone's getting uppity about like 
This seems to be where Mark's head was at. Like, I already kind of knew this. And it was just weird that it became a thing that people got upset about. That was kind of my same reaction. I was also surprised that there was a reaction. And then and then I probably did, you could say, overreact in some ways. I don't know. I, just, I finally just let it go. I was like, you know, I just let it go. <laughs> I mean, from the bits I caught, I mean, I didn't really go and dig deep into the like the Facebook stuff. But I watched the uh, your podcast you did after it. And I, I didn't really feel like you ever were shitty other than people were shitty to you. Like there was that one guy, right. which I've had issues with. I slung uh, back when slung too, but I don't think I, you know, I, I don't really talk about this stuff in a personal way to hardly anybody. Yeah. Um, because I don't take I don't see any of this as personal. I I see this as as personal as reading human action is. And, and, and if I you know if I if I'm bored by a couple pages of human action, I'm not being attacking Ludwig von Mises. Maybe this isn't the best analogy, but you know, analogies always suck. The point is none of this stuff is personal to me. Philosophy, politics, this is all just something I'm interested in, something I care about, but unless I'm calling someone out personally, which I don't think I've done at all. Um, maybe I have, I'm not going to claim perfect perfection. Maybe I have in the heat. Of, I mean, there is one person I definitely have, but only in response. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, none of this is personal to me though. Even, yeah. even the person I've mentioned personal things about, because even that I didn't, I didn't use their real name and I could have. So, you know, even that's not personal. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it is funny how some people do take this personally, which it's it's like we're literally it's one thing I get it. If you're being an asshole, if someone's coming off coming off as a jerk and, you know, acting in bad faith. But if we're literally just having disagreements of approach, it's really why can't I, I don't know, I, I don't get and this has been something I've noticed, especially with some of the LPMC guys, not all of them, not even, I wouldn't even say most of them, but certain select mm-hmm. people, you know, especially the closer it got to Reno, the more touchy they got. And it really was weirdly. Uh, reflective of like what I remembered as a kid when like it'd be almost election time for the Republicans, the Democrats. And so it's like, this really is like, you're almost becoming exactly what you have an issue with where you could have a full on discussion about like why X person isn't really that great. And like, all right, well we should just not really be, we shouldn't be really putting that out in the world right now. Cause you know, there it's almost an election and we don't want people thinking about that. Like and that's, that's <laughs> actually, that point is actually what did really rub me in the wrong way in the end. Um, I wasn't even thinking about rent when Reno was, when I like made this post in the, in the music group in, in my mind, I was just literally try. I thought maybe like people didn't really understand where I was coming from. Cause I had never really laid it out and maybe I still haven't really laid it out perfectly. There's no per- perfect anything here, but I, that was my approach. I was like, Oh, I, I'll just take your questions and I'll just like respond to them. Like in my mind, obviously a lot of people didn't see it that way. I was just being honest and like, maybe I'll do, do like a, just it's easier to respond that way instead of like, you know, typing a whole thing out. I can just actually just answer people's questions. That was my thought. And then some of the responses were just so over the top to me. And that's when something clicked to me that was like, and I probably did overreact to some of the comments. I'll be, I'll be totally open about that, but it just made me realize like, Oh no, cause this is political now. That's why, because, Oh, I saw a lot of comments about the timing. I don't know about the timing. I'm like, what do you mean? What timing? Oh, Reno's in three weeks. Oh, to, Oh, cause you're pop. Cause it's politics now. Yeah, and I wasn't thinking of, I mean, of course I'm thinking about politics because it's all politics, but I wasn't thinking politically or about timing or, or anything like that. I was just, you know, <laughs> and that, that, but that's what bothered me. The, yeah, the no. fact that I felt like, oh, now you're okay. Yeah. That thing you all hate, you hate it, becoming political, but oh yeah, that, that's what this is. Yeah, no, it's funny. I, I didn't even know. I, I kept forgetting when Reno was. And the only reason I would really know is because I'd be trying to schedule with people for shows and they'd be like, oh, well, no Reno. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, like because that's not something. I'm <laughs> that's really what happened with me. Either. That's what came up because I I was trying to schedule something with Dan Smots and he's like, oh, just after Reno, and I was like, oh, that's what I kind of like. Oh, that's I'm like, oh, when is that? And 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 like that was right around the same time, and I was like, no, just that. So I even said like, ask Dan Smots. He knows I had no idea when Reno was, and and I wasn't like being political when I when I didn't know that with him. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> which i mean even if you were it's kind of like all right well do you have a point like what was that yeah even if even if i did even if it even if i was didn't know when reno was or was thinking about it so what it's still irrelevant to, uh, i feel to like anything I'm, it could be saying i feel like we're still being around the bush i mean it's, it's this is so what exactly it's called podcasting i know yeah. right no it's because i keep wanting to have I, I i do want the audience to be able to follow along but it's sometimes i get caught up in my own conversation just want to assume everyone knows but because uh, I kind of more fun that way sometimes. Too. Yeah, right. You know, they get like you gotta go. It's like in a, in a comic when you you know you, you dive into the middle of a series and you don't know kind of what's going on, but it's like that's part of the challenge. If you like it, go get sixty two back issues. You know, yeah. what you gotta do. So you gotta go listen to the whole No Way Jose archive. Uh, last two years of Lions Liberty, a couple part of the problems, and you should be good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to throw you a random fucking uh, comic in the middle of the Watchmen or something. And like, all right, yeah, don't Yeah, Watchmen number seven, here you go. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have no fucking idea what's going on. Have fun with that. Well, um, I guess, you know, I'm going to try this. This might be fun. Because I do think me and you may be very much on similar wavelengths here. I'll tell you what my opinion is right now. And I want to see how close I am to it. Like, this is my opinion so far. I can go definitely go more deep into it in theory. But roughly speaking... I think generally, on the whole, for most individuals, uh, politics is borderline useless, and I don't think it's the right way to go. But if you're going to, if you're going to play this politics power game, you may as well go where the power is. And so, which is kind of what this whole new post-libertarian stuff is in a lot of ways. It's kind of, it's this mix between like Agoras and a lot of paleo guys. Like, I don't agree with the paleo route personally. I have my. I tried to join the cartel, Patino, but they didn't accept (laughs) Garros. Yeah. Uh, Answering answering random comments. No, you're good. Uh, But, like, I I don't agree with going that route. But if you're going to play that game, I don't Mm -hmm. see the point in going someplace. And I get messaging, messaging, messaging is usually what people will say about going the LP route or whatever. Messaging's great. But I'm personally of the opinion that it will inevitably slip back to the old guard. Or the new guard will become the old guard, and because this is just the way incentives works within politics. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion personally. Uh, you may not have that one. So, I guess I mean I, I, I'm hesitant. I'm trying to hold myself back because I can keep going on autistic autistic rant on and on about different aspects of this. So, roughly speaking, am I? Is that kind of where you're at? And uh, if not, what, what's a little bit different? That's pretty close, actually. I, I think that's not a bad summary. Like, I think the summary would be like, yeah, I think for most people, you should probably not even be thinking politics until you've got your own shit as straight as can be and, yeah. and, and exorbitantly. So to the point that you're not even going to sweat it, you're not going to sweat. I I've said this random number and it is arbitrary, but yeah, if you, if you know, you could just lose your job tomorrow and be set for two years. Yeah. Then you should probably, okay. You're probably, and I'm, yeah, I admit that's an arbitrary number. I just came up with, with no yeah. reasoning behind it, but whatever. Um, so is everything else people are saying. Uh, so whatever. Um, it, and even then, at that point, then what are you doing with politics? Go pay off some lobbyists if you're at that point where you're yeah, that good as well in your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it all depends how we're defining politics. But yeah, I mean, yeah. and then at that point, I would I would think that if you're going to be involved in politics, it may as well be effective politics. That's not really my message. I, I think I kind of echo what you're saying. Like, my message is really like, I think what I'm, I'm trying to shift more to focusing on is really trying to improve your own situations and, and really to see what's coming and to to understand that, what we just experienced in the last two years was not an abnormality. And now we're going back to normal. It's more of that's the normal that we're going to continue to see iterations of in different ways. And I, I think a lot of people are, are maybe convincing themselves that 
all right, everything's calming down. It's going back to this. Foshi is done and this and that. So we're going to go. And I think, and that's what I'm trying to snap people out of. It's not meant to be doom and gloom. It's actually, I'm, I'm more hopeful than ever for me and for a lot of other people that are seeing this. Because I think if you see it and you understand that you can make changes in your own life to to be put in a different position, put yourself and your family in a different position, then um, then you're going to do great. And you have amazing opportunities to do great. So I'm not trying to be doom and gloom at all, but I am trying to be real and realistic and and I think a lot of people aren't. I think they're still yeah. keeping themselves in sort of dreamland where if we just keep talking about this thing and get on enough TV shows, then the country will become libertarian. And then we will then finally, no, I, I that, that's, I think the biggest change in me in the last couple of years is I think that's just the dumbest and silliest thing you could believe after seeing the last two years. How could you possibly think that after seeing how your neighbors and family and everybody else reacted to what just happened? And if you don't see that, I mean, that's why I'm here then <laughs> to, yeah. to, to slap, keep slapping you in the face till you see it or until you get sick of me and don't want to see me anymore and you mute me and unsubscribe from me. And I'm okay with that too. Cause I'm just trying to find my people. And if my message isn't resonating with some people, no problemo. Yeah, the, the funny thing is two people will characterize that as black pilled. And I hate that. Cause it's like, okay, well maybe your perspective is just fucking retarded. Because that, that's more a reflection on them than yes. on me <laughs> like, or anybody yes. else. Like, yes, okay, I'm telling you, you can't just go save the fucking world. But what I can, I'm telling you is you can save yourself, save your family, it's like, save your community. <laughs> is save it your black pill to, to not believe in Santa anymore? Yeah. If you're, you know, is, is that black pilled? I don't know. Maybe for Christmas it is, but it's not black pilled towards reality. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, that's how I see it. And even then, it's just like I was saying, it's a frame. It's a it's a matter of perspective because it's like, yeah, OK, you're not going to go knock on doors and you're not going to go save the world and make the United States this libertarian culture. And like even probably within the next 100 or 200 years. But you know what you probably can do, maybe even within your lifetime or even less, make your life far better. The life of your family is far better. The life of your community, et cetera. And moving on out from there and in circles, totally. you know, so. Uh, yeah. I'm going to bring up Top Lobster's uh, super chat. Uh -oh. I do want to let you know, Top, don't ever fucking give me super chats again because you, you know, you're my dog and you can just say, put this on the screen and I'll put it on the screen. Everybody I'll, else. Instead, send, patron, send me the super chat money yes. and then ask Jose the question. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so if you're Top Lobster or a patron. The fact uh, that you, you can, can even get super chats means you haven't been edgy enough yet. Because yeah. I can't, I, we're not eligible anymore. We're, I take all my edge and move things. it on to somewhere else. So that's, and that one's been taken down. So, uh, although I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't. I had Jason Rink on, and we did a uh, the. I don't know if you've talked to him. Yeah, he yeah, the, he's been on my show. Yeah, he has a documentary. That's yeah, awesome. That I haven't had a single episode taken down or a strike or anything. Which I mean, I know it's like kind of knock on wood. I'm probably that, that too. Out. I thought that one surely because we hit everything. We hit election. Yeah. We hit the the Kuvi. We hit the whole damn no no strikes. But then other stuff that seems completely innocuous. It's like oh banned for a week. Well, yeah. I, I had a I had a, an irreverent comedian Crypt Daddy and then Marcel Dumas on and I covered uh, the Joe Rogan con controversy and we covered the article we did a live reading and kind of broke it down so I literally went big brain time on the N word and said the N word multiple times within it and with never myself? got taken down yeah, with myself <laughs> that's even that's even more amazing <laughs> yeah no it was it was great but what do you think of the culture the MC is building Dark Mark and and uh, this will kind of lead uh, well into my next topic so. very deep question here yeah what. I guess I would need to re ask. So if I ask, if I respond with a question, does Top Labs ever pay another $5 to, to, to answer the, ask the follow-up? What is the culture the MC is building? What is the culture? I don't know. I honestly, I'm not, I'm not saying that sarcastically. I don't really know. I don't know. I'm not in the Mises Caucus. I've told, I've heard that there, a lot of people say there's a great community and that they get a lot of benefits from the community. And I have no problem with that. Like I, any way people can organize, but it's interesting that the, the, 
what I've heard most about the culture and what people really sell to me the most on has nothing whatsoever to do with politics. So it's like, if the biggest benefits you're saying come from this are not nothing to do with the politics, then what is the politics? What yeah, is that? It, is it that is, just for fun? Yeah. It's this weird thing where I, I know that I've, I, that's one thing I've been hearing a lot too. And it's almost like this assertion. Well, they'll be like, they'll be like, Oh, we're building a culture and we need this home base. I'm like, what, what do you mean? We need a home base. You're saying, you're, like, like, yeah. you're just saying we need you is what you're saying. Like, yeah, I mean, Sure, that's great, but I, I don't see it all. Like, I do think this culture is building, but I don't necessarily think it at all is necessitates itself on a caucus or a party. And even if it did, I think it's a good way to fuck it up because, like, I feel like that's a good way to destroy a culture because when that party inevitably fizzles out, I mean, theoretically, if that's the case, if all the eggs are in that basket, then the culture will fizzle out. I actually think it's better to have that culture... I mean, not to say there won't be political people in it, but uh, to find a way to, uh, if you will, have that culture not necessar necessarily be intrinsic to that. Uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah and, so. I mean, think about it. What what affects things more in, in reality, in, in the actual material plane, I guess, if you want to say? Is it 100 more delegates in the Mises Caucus or in the Libertarian Party that are going to meetings and voting for things and whatever internal politics? Or a hundred top lobsters moving their family from a shitty place to a better place, or a yeah, hundred Mark Claire's doing the same thing. I was about to say a hundred entrepreneurs, but that's the same fucking thing because that's what you guys both are as entrepreneurs in a certain sense. So you know, yeah, somewhere in this conversation we get to ten to ten thousand Liechtenstein's. I'm not sure where, but this is basically <laughs> where we're going with this. Yeah. Well, and that leads into the next question. I kind of want to get your thoughts on the Reno reset. Uh, I don't know how much there's a say in it. Like I said uh, earlier, I do find it awesome. All the people it makes upset. So that's fucking great. But uh, I mean, aside from that, I, I guess I know thoughts in general. Uh, I mean, I do. I love all these people involved. I think it's great. I do. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when they took off the uh, took off the irrational and uh, the the bigotry is irrational and uh, repugnant, I was kind of like, all right, you're you're kind of talking my language a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I still hesitate. So I I, I want to get your thoughts. Um, you know. Yeah, well, as a as an observer, as the watcher, if if you if you will, um, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I don't find this all entertaining. Like, are you entertained? Yes, I'm very entertained. And if we're looking for entertainment, which, despite a lot of my commentary, of course, I'm always looking for entertainment. So I, there's a, definitely that part of me that's having a blast, that's loving watching this. Like, of course, I like I I was with a lot of these people during you know, 2018, and I hung out with a lot of these people socially. So of course, there's this part of me that enjoys seeing them do something that makes them feel good. And part of it makes me feel good. Like, yeah, because a lot of these people, I mean, dude, like I've probably been more of a defender of Nick Sarwark, not a defender so, uh, so much of what he said, but you know, the guy has been cordial to me. I've, I've seen him in public a few times. He's been really nice to me and I, I have no personal reason to think anything badly of him. And I still don't for a personal level, his politics and his tax on certain people. Totally. I, I oppose that, but, but I mean, my God, I, this is, I think when I saw the video, I got to the point where I, I can't even say it. That, that was just the dumbest goddamn thing I ever saw in my life. Yeah. He obviously just tried to shoulder, half shoulder this guy so he could pretend, turn around and pretend. Like, I don't even know what's going on in that dude's head. I don't know if, I don't know if this is all a show. I don't know if he's really a fed. I don't know if he's just, just completely lost his mind. That's the most insane thing. Jesse Smollett is so much more believable than Nick Zarwark on oh, this for issue. Sure. I mean, <laughs> Just you watch the video, people. This is yeah, the most so ridiculous great. thing ever. I love it how immediately, too, he, he, the look in his eyes dawns, that, oh, fuck, and he sees the camera, and he's like, this is an unauthorized recording. <laughs> unauthorized recording. 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm not even sure how I got to talking yeah. about Nick's artwork. No, no, because I, I just is... saw this video and I was like, oh my god, this is this is what they're. I, I, I kind of figured, yeah, maybe someone shoved him or something. Like you know, I could see people getting a little fired up, and so I, I was almost like, oh, I hope someone didn't really shove him. That's like you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this, I was like, what? This is what? So yeah, no, it's it's at the point <laughs> to where it's like the more craziness he does, the more it's like this guy is either a fed and a fed bad at his job, or he's just that pathetic that he's that stuck on a <laughs> that third party like, like it's like it's just getting worse to to one degree or the other i don't even know what to make of it i it, i'll it, give him some layer of credit it's impressive he even came to this event because he had yeah. to know how outnumbered he was going to be and he, he had to know that he was going to get a lot of flack from people so there's a part of me that's like oh, kind of impressed you even showed up but but yeah that's that's ridiculous stuff anyway um but yeah I, I, sir i like the people that involved like i and that's and I've seen this weird thing lately that I don't know. I said like, congrats to Josh on Facebook. Maybe I think like uh, Pete congratulated Angela. Like, and I, I haven't been like, I guess people thought I was going to be mad or yelling at people that I like for, you know, achieving things or I don't know, but I've seen a number I think guess on Twitter. So I know it's probably all small minorities of people that think these things, but I've seen people saying like, Oh, all these guys that were criticizing the Mises caucus that now they're crawling back. And now they're like, like literally, the premise was that we know you're going to do this yeah. and we know it's going to be successful and we think it's a, it's not the best path and we think this is going to be a, an even grander distress. If we thought you were going to fail at Reno, probably no one would even be talking about this because it wouldn't yes. be worth talking about. So that's just the weirdest argument to me. And of yeah. course, I'm not upset when I see like people I like doing well or achieving things. Like I root for people I like. And if someone has to have a shitty third party that's not going to do anything, I guess I'd rather it be people I like doing the messaging. So that's not really my criticism at all. And I'm not surprised that they took, I, I will say I'm surprised it was so as sweeping as it was. That yeah. was, I didn't, I thought, I mean, they have the whole, they have everything like the, the party's there sink or swim. So I posted a meme from Rick and Morty. Show me what you've got. I'm interested. So I'm not going to pretend I'm not interested. I'm I'm an entertainment fan, a sports entertainment fan, a politics entertainment fan. So I will sit back and watch this, but I'll also say what I think along the way. And if that gets me called a grifter by not sucking up to people that would likely pay me money more if I did suck up to them, then oh well. Yeah, that is funny. You did bring up a good point. That is a narrative I've seen a lot is uh, people being like, oh, well, now that we're winning or, or oh, you guys all thought we weren't going to win. It's yeah, like, like Literally, I- that's not the... Yeah, the premise is the opposite that we all think you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's been my take too. Is like I always like kind of was open to like, well, maybe they will. Maybe some sort of hijinks will happen. But I do think likely it'll probably end up taking over, and probably uh, impressively so. I actually thought they would probably dominate, and I actually think they'll probably do well. Uh, and yeah, I, I just think that's more just going to suck people up into this thing that uh, doesn't really do much exactly. for them. Like, yeah, I, I know, like, which uh, is the entire premise. Yeah. That's, the, that's the whole premise, yeah. right there. I mean, to be fair to the people that I've seen make these critiques, there are, there were people that did say that, but they Maybe, weren't but... the crowd that they were kind of implying it was. I think it everyone was, just gets yeah. mixed up with everyone here. Yes. And people say, see, see people, somebody say one thing and they're like, oh, maybe he's with all these other 20 people that aren't even saying that. And then, you know, I guess this is the nature of internet discourse. And, and, and a lot of people don't even bother to see what other people's critiques are. And this was something I said from the beginning. I've been saying from the beginning, uh, a lot of the LPMC types and stuff, the initial ones, and you were t- to some extent, not so that I wouldn't say you're responsible, but it was something that happened on your show is there would mm-hmm. be like, you know, like debates with like, uh, the like, Archie Flowers and shit. Like it was almost as like well, I'm, low. I'm hanging, very responsible yeah, for that. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the low hanging fruit were the first critiques that were attacked. Mm-hmm. And, but then, 
uh, and you know, popular liberty to his credit, this is something he said before that, like, you know, he kind of what I'm saying now, and this is something I'd said before, is that look how uh, the people who get engaged with were the, the easy critiques, the easy ones to slap down, the low hanging mm. fruit. I'm not saying this is like an intentionally done thing, but like it just so happened to work out that way where the critiques that were went after the easy ones, the things like, oh, my racism and shit like that. Like, right, right. obviously, those are easy to slap down, but with people like the popular liberties or the uh, Pete's, uh, or the even like me or uh, and shit like uh, or like you like people like the people will engage, but it's not it, 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 this wasn't something that got engaged with till the end. And I'm not saying this was ever intentional. So it's like it's almost like the the critiques that got uplifted were the retarded ones, and the ones that that, that didn't were the ones that were like actually had some merit. And I'm yeah, not even that's saying the, that the nature of right. the internet, I, I suppose <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah, so there is something to that. that, that and it probably goes both ways. Like, I'm sure people like me respond more to the retarded people because they're the ones being retarded at me. Yeah. So, whereas the private message, and I've gotten private messages from people that agree and disagree. Like, I've gotten people that say, like, you know, I'm part of the Mises Caucus that I've known for years that, you know, they still support Lions Liberty, but they reach out and say, look, I still appreciate you saying what you're saying. I don't agree. And it's cool. So, like, most people are fine and cool, either agree or disagree, but are still good. It's only like those loud voices. And of course, those, and by, by loud, I just mean, I don't even mean loud. It could just be anybody with three Twitter fault. Like, it doesn't have to be loud. It becomes loud if, like, I see it, I happen to see it when I'm in a certain mood and then I happen to respond to it. And now suddenly I'm the one that gave this person the voice by responding. So, I, yeah. I certainly take my own, uh, you know, my own uh, share of, of, of blame yeah no and I'm, is, I'm just a guy yeah. on the internet too you know yeah and there is something to that which is like uh the idea that the the ones you interact with are the ones you kind of to some extent uplift and you almost allow the other ones to kind of fizzle under the surface um there there definitely is something to that i want to bring up top lobsters uh he brought up and this kind of is he paying us again is he paying us is he well, paying no, this, this, is a, this is a good point he this, this is kind of relates to the culture topic top touch on earlier and i was at uh, tom woods 2000 and there were a ton of people there. I wanted and, to go. Yeah, he said we went to the Florida convention and uh, and Tom Woods 2000 and had more fun standing outside chopping it up with the homies. Uh, uh, even me being, you know, a, you know, most people know I'm the aggressive type. I, I I'm very vocal about like, although I'm not cunty about it, I'm not a jerk about it. I I get along with all the LPMC guys. We're all most of us are friends. They all of them know my critiques usually, but like they know. But I still go to like the conventions where they're nearby because I want to hang out. Like, but I, I don't go yeah. and do any of this silly voting shit. I just like, all right, you guys have fun. I'm gonna smoke a J out here. So, <laughs> like, go do your thing. And yeah, I mean, like, like Top said that we had far more fun doing that. And like, that is where the culture is. Like, if anything, the politics side is like this annoying little sideshow. For, and that's uh, what I loved know. about the whole thing. I mean, that that's yeah. kind of how I got involved in it. Like I started, talk, you know, doing like more of the debates in like 2016, 2017. And then it made sense for me to go to the 2018 convention. And that's where I hung out with a lot of the Mises Caucus guys and hung out with Mike a lot. And like, I really got to know those guys and chopping it up, like you said, and had a blast. And I, I, I had an absolute blast with Josh Smith. Like I he's my fucking dude. Like, I love that guy. Like, so it's a personal, it's a personal thing in that sense for me. Like, I love these people. So like, yeah, that's probably why as I started to have these thoughts, I wasn't really talking about it as much for a while, you know, I, cause I like, Oh, I like these guys. I don't want to, I don't want to say this or that, but you know, at some point you, you just see it so seriously that well, like, yeah, because you love people, you're going to talk, you're going to, you know, say something, you know, like if you, if you see something you love on, on a wrong path or something you think is the wrong path, then yeah, eventually, even though it might be uncomfortable, yes, the right thing to do is to say something and maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're right. But if your heart's in the right place, then, you know, everything should be good. And yeah. And, and if you have, if you're friends with this person, you should be able to have discussions like this without yeah. being assholes and like, 
Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Even then, some and with people I'm actually friends with, I do. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's like whatever. The people that you know, it's just it's random Twitter people for the most yeah. part. That that and I'm again equally as responsible because I I react too. I'm like you're an idiot. <laughs> like, whatever. All right, I have a super chat from Braden T. Uh, the amount of NPCs and LPMC is the same as Gen Pop, and the post libertarian critique doesn't compete with their program, so they lash out. I mean, that's fair. Uh, there's something to that. Yeah, and I'm not even saying there's like a dispar- – like you even said it's the same as Gen Pop. I don't think there's a disproportionate amount. They definitely have their own. I'm definitely not trying to say at all that they're uh, – like Hody John says, they're a fucking cult or something. I think that's stupid. Although yeah. there are people in the LPMC that do give credence to that. And uh, I exactly. generally try that's to – That's kind of the point. And it, it probably is the minority. So yeah. just like – again, just like Gen Pop, you know, and the, there's always that loud, annoying minority that – is NPC or the, oh, I don't know. I don't know if the NPCs are, are the minority, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think there is a certain, like you, when you get into any kind of like tribe or community or whatever it may be, and you like the people, then you start to form this identity around it. And then if that thing gets critiqued or criticized in some way, because you formed your identity around it, then it feels personal. So then you react personal and then you assume the other person is, is trying to be personal about it. And maybe this is just like a part of human nature that can't totally, fight here but um I, I think it is the case and i i don't think i've said other than you know rhymes with mac floyd i, I don't think i said anything like to a, a an individual person other than like responding on a tweet or something like that like i don't really have critiques of the people individually it's more my critique that i want to see those people doing something better and doing something more effective and more productive because i think they're so smart and so talented and so have the right ideas that's like why waste your time on this thing that at best is just like to show that we did it to show the to show archie flower to show nick sarwark that to me in 2016 yeah showing nick sarwark or what's up or something is like okay that's like a fun project but in 2020 22 um no it's a new year i made up 2022 um that seems like silly stuff where I think there's such more serious things that have come to the forefront now that, you know, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather people not be doing the politics first of all, maybe, or if they are, like you said before, like at least make it effective politics. And I've, I've yet to hear the argument. This could be effective politics in the actual sense of power, yes. which is what politics is. So if you're not talking about power, you're not talking about politics. So again, then what are we talking about? Yeah. Forming a club, yeah. forming even maybe a political action committee, which again, you don't need this libertarian party to do. So I'm still trying to wrap my head around exactly why this needs to be the way. And yes, one of the critiques is, why can't you just let people do what they do? I can, I'm not physically stopping anybody, but I'm also equally allowed to say why I think it's dumb. Yes. No, I can't. I can't. I absolutely cannot stand. It drives me so nuts. Some of the talking points that frequently get brought up like that, that are literally just parroting of other people who say it. And uh, yeah, that, that one's one that gets to me so much. They're like, well, why don't you just go, why don't you just go build your own thing over here? And they're like, okay, obviously to some extent, say, say for example, with like a popular Liberty with his Praxian thing, he's got going on, whatever the hell is going on with him. Uh, Obviously, he is literally competing for members with you, and you guys are literally mm-hmm. having this discussion because of that. He's literally trying to convince yeah. you otherwise. You can't just be like, this is just this dumb And responding bullshit. to him about it is <laughs> helping him in that goal. So if you really don't want to, then just don't, you know, yeah. don't respond. Yeah. Baltimore even, him. Baltimore to anyone you don't want to help. Yeah, and even then it's just like, oh, well, why don't you just do your own thing? You're like, I am doing my own thing, but I'm also <laughs> poaching your people, and I'm also trying to tell you 
because I, you know, would like you to join in my endeavor. Why? What you were doing is not advantageous. Like, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not trying to be shy about it. Like I'm trying to do different things for my show. I probably have, I have different ideas for what I want to do in the next year. And there's a certain kind of people that I think are going to jive more with those ideas. So I'll be completely transparent. I'm trying to find those people and I'm trying to shake those people out of this larger group that already does follow me. So, you know, I, I when I, when I feel like I have to do things a little bit differently and speak about things differently, I have two options. Pretend that's not true. <laughs> and keep catering to those people that I know will just like me more if I just say the same things I'm supposed to say over and over and over and have the same guests on and do the same debates and just keep spinning my wheels and turn myself into the podcast host NPC of libertarianism. I could do that and it would be way easier and I'd probably make more money at least in the short term on it. But that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to pull out the people that vibe with me more, that more get what I'm talking about. And if you aren't getting what I'm saying and it's just not you're not feeling it, cool. I'm not upset at you. You don't need to be upset at me. You can if you want. But that, then that's fine. You're just not the people I'm looking for. Yeah, we just simply disagree, and that's fine. Yeah. Like it's not and all good. Deal. We can still chop it up at the events or whatever. Like yeah, it's for fine. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll buy I mean, you a shot. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, maybe uh, I know you've had a kind of a reverse uh, thing where you were more of the atheist type. You've gone more religious over time. But uh, I'm, I still consider myself an atheist, an agnostic atheist. I'm not asserting there is no God because a lot of people immediately go to that. But like I have over time, like there is anyone who's gone through that transition usually does like because I used to be super religious when I was younger. They have that period of time where you're like an angry atheist, and I've learned yes, a lot from I, that. I went through that myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot from that. That like when you're that person, like if your goal is really no one likes like, you. Yeah, no one likes you, and if your goal even is other like, atheists probably don't like you, they're probably yes. embarrassed by you exactly yes like anyone who's like especially gone through that phase is like oh my god shut the fuck up but yeah it's like you're also not convincing anyone you're just being an asshole like and and there, there it's a how to win friends and influence people kind of deal like uh mm -hmm. like it's that kind of shit like if you want to like interact with people these are things you need to figure out like like coming at people a certain way or like so like for example like with the uh i like hang out at the florida convention i don't think i even really talked about that shit hardly at all but if someone wanted to bring it up i would talk to them about it but now as soon as they got to be cunty about it i just be like oh, all right guess we're not talking about it like whatever like like i don't care enough about this i haven't formed such an identity around this to the extent right, that like right. i have to talk about it and if it's something that's going to cause a problem that then it will cause a problem between us I was like, okay, well, I guess that's just not a thing that me and you will talk about or share, like whatever. Yeah, like, right, I'll go hang out with these other people. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's fine. just like, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess we'll uh, shift gears and go to like comics and stuff a little bit. But it's like with friends that aren't into comics. I'm not going to talk to friends that aren't into comics about comics because it's like, exactly. Why, like, <laughs> <laughs> you idiot? Why don't you love Watchmen? Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Like, <laughs> so let's go. I know you have your other podcast. Uh, was it Second Print Podcast or my fucking? Yeah, show, right? Second Print Comics. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's still going on. What do you guys? What do you got going on over there right now? And what books are you reading lately, or anything cool? All right, yeah. There's actually a few directions I can go here. So um, we actually like somewhat breaking from format lately. Though as we near our episode 100, we've you know basically the basic format of Second Print Comics is that I am a 42 year old man, or I'm not 42. I'm 41. Whatever. I'm, I'm older than some of the people. Uh, my co-host Remzo Martinez is like. What is he, 26, 27? I can't even keep track of how young he is. So we come from like different generations of comics, basically. So the format is that one of us will review a story that you know we like from our guests, like our fanhood or what have you. And then, like Teen Titans Go? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> We're like 15 years apart. So like we kind of alternate who's, who's introducing a story to someone else. Now, sometimes it's stuff we've both read already or, or what have you, but that's kind of the idea. And it's really, it's more for like maybe 
not, it could be new for newer or, or older fans, newer fans that are so in that they want to learn about older stuff. We also get into newer stuff too, but um, you know, we've actually done a few different episodes lately. We did an episode ranking the MCU films uh, and Ramzo just did it. Well, this will be released later this week. He just did an episode uh, with his uncle, who is the one who introduced him to comics, did like an hour and a half interview with his uncle about his uncle's like origin, uh, his, his comic origin story. We did a Dr. Strange multiverse of Madness interview. We're mixing it up a little bit. Um, and then, when we hit that, we just talked about this today. So I guess I'll just kind of leak a little bit. We are planning to expand the show a little bit uh, after episode 100, which is about four uh, episodes away. Because, you know, while the impetus of the show was to talk about older stuff and older comics, and that's still what we're going to do, a lot of our fans are, are always asking us, like, what kind of new stuff should we read? And they, they kind of want, they're looking to us for more information about current comics, which we do both read. So it's like, maybe we should expand the show to address that stuff. We do a little bit of that on the Patreon, patreon.com slash secondprintpod. But, um, you know, we, we, we think we can uh, kind of expand the show a little bit and then serve our audience better. So what we're going to be doing is we're still going to be doing the normal show. We're going to try to tighten it up a little bit, maybe not do... You know, we, we usually land an hour and a half to two hours per show on Wednesdays. Now we're going to try to get that a little closer to an hour. And then we're going to start doing um, probably in a month or so, not, not right away. But after episode 100, we're going to start doing a Friday show, which will be a mix of kind of a newsroom type show, kind of talking about um, a lot of the news that's going on in, in comics or in comic film, movie properties, stuff like that. Um, and then also like a book of the month, book of the week type thing, where we'll just talk about something we've been reading of, of, of the modern sense. Um, so that, that's kind of where we're shifting the show a little bit, mostly because, and that's the cool thing about having your own podcast, you can shift it to the whims of your audience. And that's kind of like been the, the thing that our audience, so it's like, instead of just answering these Facebook questions constantly about what we should read now, what's going on with this, let's just expand the, the podcast into doing that. So that's that's kind of where we're shifting a little bit, but um, let's see, what's there? As far as what am I, what am I reading right now? Um, I just finished an awesome series. I don't know if you're, you're if you ever read this stuff at all, but I'm a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. And most most oh, people know that know it from the it. movies or the book or the cartoon. Like I grew up watching the cartoon, but there was just an awesome, incredible series just released by Eastman and Laird, uh, who are the the originators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, called The Last Ronin. Yeah, and it's just fucking amazing. I, I, I haven't read it, but I've heard reviews, and it sounds so, so fucking cool. I'm like, that's one of those ones. Like, like I'm gonna it's get like around. If Frank Miller did the Turtles, but it's not Frank Miller. But you know, Turtles are the Turtles are originally fr- inspired by Frank Miller, Daredevil, really. So there is a kind of a tie in there, but it's, I don't want to spoil it. Cause it's, yeah. if you're a fan of the stuff, you'll, you'll enjoy the surprises. But I would say if you're a fan of the stuff or you don't even know you're a fan of the stuff yet, trust me, you're, if you like comics or you like anything that's awesome, you like this. Like it's, 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 it's one of the best series I've read in years. Yeah. Well, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'll give the basic premise because I vaguely remember the basic premise and this isn't really spoilers because uh, this is just kind of the, you know, the, the high, the basic premise of what it is in general. Uh, that the last Ronin, it's literally one Ninja Turtles left. I don't think they tell you initially which one it is. Uh, you find think, out later. I think you find out at the end of the first issue or maybe even in the second yeah. issue. So I and, won't reveal yeah. that. But yeah. There's one that's left. Uh, obviously, it's heavily implied. The rest of them died in some way. And essentially, it's just the, the, the last one's just out for revenge and like, fuck you. Basically, yeah. John Wick with fucking... Uh, with uh with ninja turtles and everyone i guess instead of a puppy dying it's literally all of his brothers that's a that's a pretty fair summary i would say yeah so which uh sounds absolutely awesome obviously sad that they all died but uh the coolest thing i could probably think of uh all right well you know what i saw a take you had the other day and it drove me nuts you said you were super stoned when you watched it though so (laughs) oh yeah i I know i was stone cold sober i watched the the two well i actually i actually wasn't stoned that's the thing that's why i was like i was like hi i don't think i watched it in the morning (laughs) Which doesn't mean, which doesn't necessarily mean I wasn't, but actually I wasn't. What did you think that was redeeming about the Kenobi series? I've only watched two episodes. To be fair, I will preface, it could redeem itself, but 
God, it was awful. Nothing was inspiring to me. I won't say awful. It was like a solid five for me. But it's like if you're gonna mess with a legacy character like that, you gotta knock out of the park or just not do it at all for me. I so. think that's totally fair too. And trust me, there's things I didn't like about it. But I think I'm still in the I'm still in the phase. And maybe like if I have five more years of this, that it'll calm down a little bit. I'm still in the phase that when I see visually see stuff in Star Wars way and it looks like Star Wars and feels like Star Wars, I just kind of am in, and and I kind of like it, even if I don't think it's great. Like Boba Fett series, I didn't think it was that great. And there were the two best episodes were the two episodes that weren't even about Boba Fett. They were the Mandalorian. They were yeah. season three of the Mandalorian. Uh, yes. So I certainly had my criticisms of that. That being said, I still think it was awesome because I just love the visual and the feel of Star Wars, which they really did nail. And I, I really, I, I think part of this the enjoyment, they did this amazing recap in the beginning, recapping the prequels, which I think made the prequels look like so much cooler than they actually than they actually were. Although I think the prequels have grown on me in, in recent years, especially in light of the J.J. Abrams experiment. Uh, but I, I guess maybe just, I I really love Ewan McGregor. I, I think it's pretty interesting, the, the thing where he's kind of out of the force, not, and he's trying to find that. I think I, I'm invested in that aspect of the character arc. And yes, I totally hate this Reva character and not in the good way, not in the way that I'm supposed to like, hate. I, I hate that character and I yeah. hate Disney's woke little like, like, oh, if you didn't like this character, then obviously your race is like, okay, you've Lando Calrissian and beyond. There's been like, like, stop it. That drives so me nuts good, too. So many good minority characters. I yeah. And so like, standard acting comic, like this, the, they're acting like they're breaking yeah. new ground here. I'm like, what are you talking? You've had minority characters since the inception of Star. Like, this is just yeah. nonsense. And look at all those aliens. They're all minorities too in their own ways. So just stop it. Chewbacca is a minority. <laughs> to me uh, but anyway the point is um yeah i mean i think your criticisms are fair leia was kind of annoying but like in a way that i thought she was supposed to be a little annoying i don't know because she's supposed to be a little princessy um it's it's probably not the best star wars show it's certainly not as good as the mandalorian i guess i'm just i'm kind of a hope hope hopeless hopeless hopeful optimist on on this stuff and i'm i'm just like i just enjoy the ride and i don't think about it too deeply but fair enough too like i, I can't really make strong counter arguments to the things you're saying like once his name, um, Camille, whatever the hell, kind of that was kind of cringe. It is the same character he plays in everything, but whatever. It's just, I guess I just have my I have my standards at a certain place for this stuff, and unless they're just way below those what I my expectations, then you know I, I roll with it. So yes, yeah, we'll he, he was probably honestly my favorite part of the show, and that's not to say he yeah, was I mean, he's entertaining. Yeah. yeah, it was just that like, and I get it; it's the same character and everything. We're like, oh, at least he's entertaining, like. Although there was that one scene at the end with Rava where it was just stupid. And it was like this Tina is- has the best comments. <laughs> Justify strike on Alderaan. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Uh after seeing Princess Leia as an eight as ten year old, yeah, you might be right. Okay. To on her, like I get it. She's supposed to be princessy and she's supposed to be smart, and they're implying she's like really hip with the and, force. And or has whatever. some force that she's not really into, yeah. even though that was never implied. Here's the one thing that bothers me. Shouldn't and maybe they'll explain this later. Maybe they'll like wipe her mind at the end or something like that, so she can't tell other people about Jedi, but like in Star Wars, in theory, shouldn't she been like, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Remember me? We, we had that adventure together where you saved me and we went there and we met that Camille guy. And yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no, God. but like, I get they're trying to make her like smart, but they made her annoyingly smart, but then also at the same time, insanely stupid. And she's yeah, supposed yeah. to be 10. They dated her at 10. And I have a mm-hmm. nine year old and she's far fucking smarter than that kid. <laughs> Although there were like weird things the kid would do with a smarter than my nine year old would do. But then like shit, like uh, when they were running away and she was like, oh my God, you're, you're, you're not, uh, you, I don't even know who you are. And like freaking out and like, you're going to get killed. You dumb bitch. <laughs> like, I know stuff like that. Like my nine year old would never do something like that. And I, I can't even imagine the writing on the show personally was awful. I, I don't know. I could rant on it. It was 
I don't know. But once yeah, again, and I, I can't really counter any of your criticisms either. I'm just kind of like, I'm along for the ride. I, I try not to think about it too hard, but I'll think about it harder because I actually watch all these twice. I watch it once to just enjoy it. And I watch them again because I do a podcast, a Patreon only podcast for Second Print Pod, where we recap all this stuff with Dance Mots, um, kind of a crossover uh, review with the System is Down Patreon too. So if you subscribe to either Patreon, you will get those reviews where I will maybe dive into these criticisms a little further. Yeah. Well, holler if you need a third voice, cause I have a yeah, lot we'll, we'll to keep say. That in mind, yeah. that. We could do a, a three way. We could put them on your Patreon too. You know? yeah, yeah. Toss, toss it everywhere. It's not gay if it's a three ways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it was, I don't know. I definitely you subscribe to, to all three Patreons to get the truth, that real three way show. Exactly. But yeah, no, it, uh, yeah, I don't, I, it was just, I don't know. It's something else. I mean, but to be fair with Mandalorian for me personally, I think after the first like three, four episodes, I actually tuned out initially. And it wasn't that it was like, this is bad. It was just that like, I don't watch a lot of TV or movies at all. Like, like really that's the only show I've watched. I pretty much only watch stuff that I have to, to cover it in podcast form. That's literally about it. I mean, I catch some essential nerd stuff. Like I wasn't going to miss Kenobi. Like I don't cover it, but I was like, I have to at least watch it. But I just have to know what to angrily tweet about. Yeah. Nothing else. (laughs) But I, uh, yeah, I, I, that's, I I don't know. I, I I tuned out of Mandalorian about like a third of the way in because I was just like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good enough for me to keep going. It does become very formulaic. It's like, okay, he's trying to send this to the guy somewhere, but but first we have to, we need some help and we got to do another adventure to help someone else for something. And then we can move on and do it again. Yeah. And I got dragged back into Mandalorian and ended up being amazing. I love the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was great. I think it was one of the best, like weird father, son, beautiful, like, like shows there was like, I don't know. It's like, I, and not to sound like sappy, but it genuinely is a beautiful show. Like emotionally, like, I, I don't know. Like it touched on some of it. Maybe it's because I'm a dad. I'm sappy. But it just, it really, it, it, I'm not gonna lie, I cried at the end with the, the whole Luke thing. Oh, yeah, I yeah. definitely did. Yeah, and it's just because me with having kids, I was like, when say full cry, up. but there were, there was some welling. Yeah, some, <laughs> no, it wasn't like pitiful crying, but it was like kind of like man. I cried as much as Pedro Pascal did when he was getting sad about baby yeah. Yoda did, basically. But with that, I'm already, I'm all set your heart out, so I want to respect your time. Uh, I'll do if, a solid four, so yeah, uh, if you want to go ahead and drop your plugs, and I'll, I'll go ahead and get you out of here. Oh man, there's so many plugs. Well, Lions Liberty uh, has my show, of course, on Mondays. We also have Brian with his somewhat newly, well, not somewhat, no, newly relaunched show, uh, Mean Age Daydream. A little bit of a different take on things that he's going with there. And then um, John Ottermatt with Finding Freedom. We can get them all on the Lions Liberty Network. You can also subscribe to those shows individually. You can just look up Lions Liberty with Mark Clare, Mean Age Daydream, Finding Freedom individually, network feed, whatever you want to do. And um, patreon.com slash Lions Liberty. Let's see what else. Uh, secondprintcomics.com. You can find uh, that. Look it up. Second Print Comics everywhere. We you find uh, we're at, we're basically at Second Print Pod everywhere. So Instagram, uh, Twitter, Patreon.com slash Second Print Pod. Let's see. I also have a Substack. Uh, MarkClaire.substack.com. It is now called. I re, I rebranded the Substack. It's called The Watcher Speaks since I have decided to brand myself as the Watcher of the Liberty Movement. So that's my Substack, and I think that covers it. Yeah, definitely go check that out. I'm, I have your and follow me on Twitter at Mark Declare, Mark with a C, the letter D, C L A I R, because that's pretty much at this point where most of my activity is. Yeah, I only follow two Substacks, and I'll be honest, I don't follow them very well because I don't. I'm I, I have I'm such a busy guy. I very rarely have time, but I literally only follow two, and it's you and it's Pete. Uh, those oh well, I got to put out more content then because I don't. Yeah, because <laughs> Pete's definitely outpacing me. Yeah, uh, I only catch every now and then. But but if you're someone with more time, definitely if you're someone who likes that kind of stuff, uh, both you and Pete usually write short little bits. So those are great stuff to follow. And that's kind of why I do have yours. So it's not something that sucks up a ton of time. 
Uh, but that this is No Way Jose show. You can follow me on YouTube, all the major auto packages, Odyssey. Follow me on Twitter at 2020 No Way Jose. I like money too, just like Mark does. So patreon.com just No Way Jose 2020. Like, share, subscribe. Lean into the like grift, baby. Oh, yeah. No, I grift like crazy. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, well, grift, and when I say that, I mean ironically, there is two different types of grifting. I say what I mean. Uh, you know, so technically not grifting by your definition, but I like to lean into it because you know, people accuse of grifting and say, okay, Chad, yes. And that's it. And with that, we are out. I appreciate your time, Mark. Uh, hopefully we'll sure talk thing, again soon. And I'll let you go. Been a blast. Thanks again, everyone who showed up.